Jeff's really good to have you on the, the show again. Thank you so much for your time. I know I've chatted to you individually, but it's really good to have you uh, together. And I hope you're on your best behavior because there's going to be people watching. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> thank you for having me, Brian. I mean, obviously, you've got the best, best looking guys in the SA Hockey team. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Decorum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Steve, we'll start with you. Um, how's SN Goalkeeping Dynamics going? Keeping you busy? Um, so far, we've just basically had to take a little bit of a standstill with COVID and everything happening. Uh, I have been doing uh, some private goalkeeping sessions, uh, especially in, in collaboration with the JHL, because I was also coaching one of the, the franchise teams with the under-14 boys. So I'd been pushing with under 14 boys and then helping out kids that uh, needed, needed to do some extra work. I switched my coaching to online coaching and I specifically focused on mental coaching. Uh, that's an aspect that not many coaches have actually doubled into. Uh, I did a course in sport, uh, applied sports psychology in partnership with uh, FP, uh, HPFA and uh, and with uh, Think Sport, so that was a cool space to double into because it also helped me uh, with my own mental stuff, especially going through last year. I think last year was a very tough year for everyone, and it was a it was a really big eye opener. And I just sort of generated all my energy towards that and doing some home training videos just to just to get uh, kids kids active during that period, even if it was just for a little a little short period. But now that they're back on onto the park, it's so cool to see how how passionate they are and how how much they want to get going again. Yeah, uh, we're so grateful to have sport up and running again. Well, as as little as it is, at least there's something. And then, Jethro, you're in a similar boat, aren't you? You've been coaching at a school, keeping you busy. How's things going that side? Yeah, actually, I think I've uh, I've maybe uh, entered a few things like Sia's done with his goalkeeping. I've gone a little bit also specialized stuff. Um, I've got a few connections now in the Belito area, a few more connections in the Belito area, and then we've also gone up to Richards Bay and Wartburg. So, yeah, it's been quite uh, yeah, challenging. I think, again, I think Sears hit it on the head. Last year was a bit of a, a complete like miss, miss on, on hockey opportunities and stuff like that because we couldn't really get anything going. And this year now we just slowly started getting back. Um, the great news is obviously the Gazette has come out in a sense stating that we are uh, able to play school sports again and I think for me uh, I'm, I'm helping up at Kersney College still and yeah we've we've started getting things in place uh, we've got quite an interesting uh, meeting uh, happening next week uh, which obviously is going to lead in towards our, our program leading towards some games so yeah I think for for individual stuff and for the school stuff that I've been working with over the while it's at least everything starting to move forward and keeping yeah keeping me busy I think that's the most important part it's been sometimes bit of a challenge i think we've all gone through that last year where it was stand, a standstill for most of the, yeah. uh, for most of the year and now we can start putting ourselves into being full into what we want to do and i think like yeah hockey coming back is a is a massive gain for a lot of us and i think uh, it leads us towards also the playing part which probably we'll talk a little later but it's it's yeah it's it's starting to get the the, the groove back i'm also let's put it this way i'm starting to get my groove back in and <laughs> getting back on the sports field and helping mm. out kids and getting some hockey going so yeah i'm a little bit happy with a big smile on my face yeah good yeah. good so basically winter sports is basically going to kick off let's say in the next maybe month or so officially which is good which is really really okay. good and something that's happening not too far down the road, I think it's about 115 days to go, the Olympic Games um, set to take place, which is great. 
but no fans, from what I can understand. Um, um, from, what, so from what I've heard is that we might have fans, but no international fans. I think right. the reality there seems like Japan are still set to bring out their supporters, but unfortunately no international fans, as far as what I've been uh, told and seen. Um, which at least then there'll be, for, for those that then get the opportunity to represent their nation at the Olympic Games, at least they'll get some support. And, 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 and yeah, you know, the Japanese did an excellent job at the Rugby World Cup. So I can imagine for those that get the opportunity to go to the Olympics, we'll still have the same yeah. feeling as, as, as best as we can with the Olympics and the, and the pandemic is going at the moment, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to ask, you know, does it sort of have an effect on you? You know, because often you hear certain people say, ah, I wish the fans were here, I wish the fans were here. And I know Japan is, a, is an ask, but... Does it have an effect on you if, if you don't have, let's say, that home support? Because people will make an effort from South Africa to come and support you. Does it have an effect on your game at all, Gus? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say not so much because uh, we've always been a sporting code that's, that's always just been far away from home when we played international games. Only a few core supporters would be parents or, or family that is able to afford to go to those tournaments. But... In saying that, is South Africa is, a, is an extremely loved nation across the world. Mm. We've got fans wherever we go. As you can see with the different sporting codes, if we were in India, obviously because South Africa has a good relationship with India with, with cricket, there'd be a lot of supporters for South African teams as opposed to your European teams. Um, obviously going to Japan now after the World Cup, like you just said, uh, people will be looking at things that are different different perspective and a different limelight uh, to, to see to see Japanese people singing the South African national anthem at the Rugby World Cup was was quite a was quite something big so mm. we don't we don't doubt we, not for not for a second we doubt that we won't have any support when we're that side no that's true that's true I'll yes, jump yes. in on there as well. We are a very small sport. So most of the time when you're playing a club hockey or international, you're only going to get a few people. I know Sian mentioned about family and friends, but I think for our own performances, we know that the, 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 the stage is big to be at the Olympics. But again, the job is at hand and we've got to play hockey and we're very used to not having that many supporters out there. So it might be a little bit of into our favor if we had to go against, say, like uh, the host nation or something like that. So we'll yeah. see where we go. There we go. Yeah, well, often sometimes in, in like crazy situations like this, a positive comes out of it. You never know. So, yeah, <laughs> it'll be okay. Thank you. But uh, I know um, Coach Gareth Evans doing a lot of work to make things happen for you guys. Um, there's a, a, been a big drive um, financially. Could you give us a bit more breakdown of what exactly has been happening to make it possible for you guys to actually attend the Olympic Games financially? Well, Julia, I'll jump ahead there. Yeah. I think in essence, we haven't. Um, the good thing about uh, a lot of the things that we've we've put in place now, and I will get it. We'll elaborate a bit on what those points are. Uh, we've been told that there they are. They're going to be. There is going to be support um, oh. from from the government, from things like that. But we we are a bit uncertain on on what the full dynamic is about those those numbers. Uh, but but I think what what Gareth Ewing has done very well is actually set a place for us as players to say, well, Olympic Games is one box to tick, but we can't focus on that one box. We've got quite a lot to get through first before we can do that. So it includes preparation, which I think that's where majority of the funds is needed for this 
moment. But for post-Olympics, it's, it's a lot of planning and preparation that needs to go for our qualification year for the World Cup. And then obviously to try and see if we can be ready for the World Cup. So I think with, with Match Kit, I think that's been an incredible platform for us to, to connect with people and share our, our, our struggles at the moment and, and make be a place for us to, to get the funds to one central space. And obviously the way that they've uh, manipulated their whole information system to us and to the world it's been an incredible place to see how many people have come out and supported us uh, we're obviously not uh, to the point where we can say we've ticked the big box of getting the, the exact amount that we want but what's what it's done is it's created a, a massive interest and and obviously exposure and, and something that maybe hockey doesn't have in the in the world at the moment is the big exposure especially for south africa but what i think it's done is it's been a great a great channel for us to start um interacting with the world. I mean, we're looking at South Africa to help us out, but actually in essence with MatchKit, we're looking at the world to help us out and, and to tell our story. And I think we do, we've got a great story. Mm. Most of us have got a great story to share because it's not, it's not like, I mean, obviously Sia has mentioned a little bit off, off air that he's coming from coaching to work, to training, yeah. to taking video calls in cars. And, and like we, we, we in a bit of a, an interesting space. We've got such a lot of, of our squad doing a lot of variety of things rather than hockey at the moment, but we're still focused and, 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 and yeah, we're very fortunate with match kit and, and the way that Gareth Ewing and Ben has really worked uh, in collaboration to get this whole platform up and running for us and, and raise the funds. And, and yes, we, we're doing exceptionally well with the sport that we have at the moment, but obviously it, it doesn't stop. We've got quite a lot to get through and, and the process is not only for the Olympics. It's, it's a long way down the line as well. So that's probably, I hope I've said it in the correct way, Sia, but yeah, that's the way the process is going forward, I think. Yeah, so just to break it down on behalf of Jethe, um, we've, got plans for <laughs> we've got plans for the next four-year period. Um, as, as you know that in hockey, we work in cycles, in four-year cycles, from Olympic game to Olympic game period. And obviously, in this point in time, we are prepping towards the Namibian series that will be coming up at the end of... End of, May. end of May, if I'm not mistaken. And then okay. there's the Malaysia series after that uh, as, as a form of preparation. Now that things have, have obviously not gone according to plan. And then the Olympic Games coming up later on this year. Uh, 2022 Birmingham Commonwealth Games. Uh, 2023 World Cup in, in India. And then obviously 2024 Paris Olympic Games, which I think... To, to think to think back four years four years before uh, actually back to 2016 um, lads lads didn't get uh, called to to Rio to the Olympic Games as 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 field hockey and I think that that had a, a really really huge impact on, on South African hockey because now you've got guys who are committed to 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 the sport committed to the game and they're looking for ways to to help motivate kids and to not have that opportunity does does um, put us on the back foot a little bit, but this is the opportunity to bounce back even harder. And the fact that we want to we want to get back into the top ten is an even more even more bigger picture that we're trying to paint over here. Because at the moment we're sitting at 14th, and if we if we go to the Olympic Games, we we could potentially uh, get those ranking points that will get us mm -hmm. back up to the. So it is a really critical time for for not just South African hockey, but just for the livelihood, the livelihood of hockey in South Africa as a whole. Yeah, and I, I say this quite respectfully, but with uh, money 
it normally equals success. It, I know it sounds, it sounds tough, but if, if there's money, you can end up getting better technology, better training facility. You know how it goes. Because um, I believe the, the amount they were looking at is between three to five million rand roughly to make things work, so to say. Um, but if you get a medal on top of that, wow, that's just really <laughs> going to be fantastic for hockey. Wouldn't you agree? I mean, that's it's what you need. No, yeah, no. Again, again, the story we'll be able to tell would be an incredible story. And I, it goes to show, if you look at the Irish ladies team that went to the previous uh, Hockey World Cup, they didn't really have a big budget. They had a, a core group of players that stayed together for a good cycle. And they ended up playing in the semi-final and winning to play Thank in the final. And Ireland were ranked, I think, out of the top 14 or 12 wow. in the world to end up playing in the final. So anything's possible. And I think yeah. you hit it on the head there. It, it, would, it would be something like incredible if we could do that. And also the backing post uh, uh, getting a medal, it would be incredible. I think it will set, set our program up quite exceptionally going forward. Yeah, and it's, it's really good to hear that there is a, is a plan. It just gives you something a bit more tangible, I could say. Um, you know where you're going, what's happening. But geez, you see, you're just announcing all those dates there. I've actually lost track. There's so much hockey happening. But it's, it's good. It's, it's really good. And, you know, just also what you are saying earlier, Jethro, is just creating awareness. I think the more information we get out there about South Africa and the potential that's here, my goodness me, it's, it is a formula for success. But, uh, yeah, creating that awareness, yeah, I think, is yes. absolutely necessary. And that, that's good that Match Kit are, are doing that. That's really, really good. Yeah. No, we're really grateful. I think it's actually came uh, with a quiet conversation on the, on, on the side. And, and it's quite amazing. If we could have more of those quiet conversations on the side that has the success that we had, success with, that we had with Matchkit, potentially our program then is, is fulfilled. We will get the funds to adequate. So, we, hmm. so we're not pleading. We're not pleading. We're asking for those quiet conversations to come in a, in a positive manner. And, and, you know, more we have, the better opportunity we will get. So we're also grateful for everything that's happened so far. No, and to also add on to Jet's point there, the, the, the one thing we were slowly trying to adapt to as, as hockey in South Africa is that we're trying to commercialize the space more than anything because there is opportunity for, for companies to come on board. There's, like we said, there's this, this, those conversations on the side would go a long way because there are strategies that are available at hand that we could create to create inventory with other radio stations or or broadcast TV rights with, uh, with, with broadcast holders. And that way we can create, we can create something even more bigger than, than what we actually see to create, to create more first things first funds for us as, as players. Secondly, to create a sustainable, sustainable relationship with whoever gets involved. And more importantly, if, if we have that type of support, I think we would potentially be uh, medical uh, contenders by, by 2023 and 2024. Yeah, big believe in persistence. It pays off. So just keep going. Because you said that we ranked 14th in the world. That, that's right. Eh? But then in terms of that's our ranking, correct. we we first, aren't we? Maybe the Egyptians give us a hard time. Um, but I mean, there you go. I mean, so from a, from a point of view of terms of ranking, I don't think there's much, there's not much more you can do. <laughs> You're the best in Africa. I mean, so surely that support, that support has to kick in. But yeah, just, just keep going. You're there. But... In the Olympics, a bit of a, a tough group. Um, Great Britain, Netherlands, Belgium. But you want to compete against the best, don't you? Yeah, yeah I think... Precisely. 
Yeah, no, sorry, Sia, to jump in there, but I think it's 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 a great opportunity for us to test ourselves against the best in the world. Mm. We've got a quite an interesting, yeah, like you said, the pool is interesting, but our group of players, like there's quite a lot, um, and in our greater squad at the moment, I'm not sure what we got with selection going at the moment, but with our greater squad, we've got quite a few playing in Europe, which is 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 an exceptional mm. plan already in itself. And these guys can compete against the best that are playing in those leagues. And to then look at them playing in Germany, to them playing in Holland, to playing in Great Britain. So those we've got players playing in those leagues that can understand what we need to do to beat them would, would give us a really, a, a really good start. I mean, obviously Belgium in there as well. Sorry, we've got a few guys in Belgium. So for me, it's, it's yeah, we've got a massive challenge to try and get through those nations. But it gives us a great opportunity to, to see if we can knock one of them off. And, and you know what? Uh, Gareth Ewing said to us last year in that uh, summer series at, in Belito against USA, he said to us that good opportunities are to beat one of those nations gives us a great opportunity to go to the quarterfinals, which gives us an incredible opportunity to make the top 10. And that is all probability. I mean, it's not, we, it's not like we've got no chance. We've got an opportunity to create history. And I think it just needs us to knock off one of them and then it gives us, uh, gives us that through ball. And, and again, it's, it's a talented group of players. I mean, we've got some incredible youngsters and so much experience uh, at the other end as well with a great leader and, and, and staff. I mean, it, it, it poses very good. We just hopefully we can put it all together when, we get, uh, when the team gets to Olympics. Yeah, yeah and that, that you will. I, I wrote it down here. So just excuse me. I said, you guys are the optimum example of optimism. Because <laughs> you guys, your high grade English there, right? Uh, I don't just sleep through the day, so yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys just keep pushing forward inch by inch by inch. That's what I believe you need to do. So, you know, at times there is a frustrating day when you look and you say, Well, flip them in. why can't we have our own nice little home of hockey here, you know, that we can play our fixtures in and but you've got to go to school and you've got to keep doing your thing. And play. But you guys just keep moving forward and keep moving forward. And that's necessary, don't you feel? That's just got to take the sometimes negative or the positive, but find that positive and move forward. Is that part of what you guys aim for as well? Yes, right. Uh, because it's, it's part of our, our cultural piece that we, we worked over, over the course of 2020. Uh, we spend a lot of time having honest conversations and sort of building what we want to achieve during this period and what we want to achieve post the period having this uncomfortable conversation and it also comes down to the power of community um, one hand washes another and the hockey community has been that that foundation of, of support that we've needed over the past couple of years and I believe that if we nurture these relationships going forward we could potentially have that 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 place of hockey where that home of hockey for South African hockey one day, if we keep these, these conversations open, the, the, the consistency of, of keeping this power of community together. And it all comes down to who is willing to buy in. If we're able to get buy in that way, we can create something special and something that could potentially change the scope of, of South African hockey. As, as you, as you know, Jero, um, Belgian guys, a couple of years ago, we used to beat or come close to beating uh, because they took the process of, of literally rebuilding over a cycle period. And they'd come through, obviously, during, during the 2016 period or, or later in the latter periods where they've, they've developed together as a squad. And I think we're in the right process right now, especially with 
so much diversity and youngsters in between. So there's there's literally there's literally no more excuses. There's no yeah. more excuses. It's all just a matter of just putting it out there and making I think it. Happen. No more excuses. Just performance, and we get the one face here, not the junior. Straight. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you have to raise a lot of money, go to World Class Tournament, and win a medal. No, I'm joking. That's, that's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you if you said to us, if you said to us, you were to put in a couple more and set that expectation. I mean, it is possible because now we have the resources to to get the best training, to get to get those, those chances to play those extra fixtures to to get us to where we are, where we want to go. I mean, having the opportunity to play against Germany, where we start we we start off with an eight two loss. Then the second game, we end up drawing 2-2 because guys have come out of their shells. Uh, guys are expressing themselves. And we actually had the fire again to actually say, you know what, actually, we're capable of, of, of playing well. We're capable of pulling fixtures off. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's good. That's very, very good. But guys, I just sort of want to get an understanding of how you manage everything. Because as we were talking, you always want to make ends meet. Because it's yeah, it's self-sufficient sort of thing. Then you you go off to your schools and you train and things like that, or you studying whatever it may be. Then you've got to train for the essay side with the essay side as well. And then you've got to try and live your own life a little bit. How do you how do you manage all of this, guys? Because it just and then obviously you've got a huge event coming up soon. Wow, that's that's pressure. How do you how do you manage well, it? I think your last comment there was uh, you live your own life a little bit. I think that is like for most of, most of us, 5%. I think in essence, if you look like a full week, mm-hmm. most of the guys are training five to seven times in the week already. Um, and that includes the gym sessions. It includes the, the mental capacity of doing some work um, on, on, on the game itself. But like, I think when you look at Sia, just on this conversation, we, we, we battled to get a, an accurate time on getting us both down to have a chat with Iran because both of us are just, yes. mm. yeah, we're busy. We're busy people at the moment and, and we're not the only ones. I think uh, all, the, all the guys in the squad at the moment uh, have been really, really under pressure to try and see if they can manage a large portion of, of their lives as well as playing hockey. And, and yeah, it's been a bit of a challenge. I think... Uh, uh, it's it's yeah it's it, it will be a nice process to get going and moving forward with a lot of hockey but at the moment we still got quite a lot a long way to go until we get there and and yeah lots of us like I'm I'm pretty tired I won't lie to you at the moment because yeah it's been quite a busy two weeks but yeah we got the Easter break to to mellow in a little bit and spend some time with family and then yeah we're back at training full 24/7 again sure 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 okay. Um, I just want to touch on one thing because I know Jethro, you've also been selected for the SA men's indoor side now. Congratulations. Well done. Very, very good. Now, <laughs> that was meant to be happening in Belgium, if I'm not mistaken. It's, is it happening now in February next year or is it later this year? Sorry, just there's just so much information out there and date changes. We actually get confused as to, that's what I'd rather ask you. It's also, yeah, thank you for the compliments and this, yeah, selection. The selection actually been quite an interesting process for the last year and a half because, yeah, like you said, there's, there's been so many delays. Mm. In essence, we haven't qualified for the World Cup yet. Um, the team has to go to the African Cup and very fortunate we, we, we're hosting South Africa, at least get the chance to host the first time, I think, ever in the last, I would say, 12 years uh, that we're hosting an African Cup of Nations for indoor. Um, which is great opportunity for us, as well as during COVID time, it gives us a lot of opportunity to train and get the guys together. Um, 
And yeah, it's, the qualification is happening now in April 15th to 18th. And Namibia and Botswana are the two competing nations. And we know for a fact that Namibia have a very good program. They, they've been training since January. They sort of had a squad pretty much going nail and you know, nail, you know, whatever you want, that terminology of, of hammer and tong type situations against each other. Um, so they'll be, they'll be ready. Um, so yeah, let's, let's work on the dates then. So we've got qualification uh, for the World Cup now in April. Then potentially we've got some uh, RPTs and, and, and festivals in between with some indoor games and stuff happening. And then hopefully if qualification goes, it's February in 2022. So yeah, it's pretty much as the Olympics has gone uh, a full year on on a on a delay, and yeah, a lot of a lot of the program and, and stuff has to be has has been shifted, um, which also allows. I mean, a lot of the guys are in between ages now. So there's a guy that was like 19. Now he fits into the under 21 program. Can wow. he play in the outdoor? Um, and then he's then there's like the guys that are 30 and over. Do they fit into the next cycle for indoor? So there's a lot of also interesting dynamics happening there. But the, the event itself will take place now in April, and then hopefully we qualify and we go we go to Liege in Belgium in February of 2022. Oh, that's exciting! And again, busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it on the 15th of April when we've uh, ticked the box. Hopefully, it's uh, <laughs> for the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Then, see, let's just look at it carefully. So now, obviously, the Olympic Games is happening this year. Then, the Hockey World Cup is obviously a very important event for you guys as well. Do you sort of take this experience that you're going to have with the Olympic Games and say, right, we want to do well here, but also the focus can't be totally away from the Hockey World Cup, do you sort of draw a line and say, so where do you sort of draw the line and say, okay, right, whatever we achieve in the Olympic Games, that's fine. World Cup, that is the next big project. How do you sort of manage expectations in that regard? I mean, uh, we, we've sat down as a squad and I've had this conversation. Uh, the, coach, the, coach, the coach knows what, what has been set out, what has been planned. And... It's just important as us as players to just keep each other accountable uh, towards the process. And I think that's the biggest thing because we can't, we can't say that we're, we're only focusing on one tournament because that would be missing the picture completely. We, we are using it as a building block leading towards uh, the 2023 uh, World Cup. Unfortunately, uh, I, hope, I hope to make that squad because that will be my first senior World Cup. I just missed out on the on the previous one. Um, but other than that, I'd say it's just trusting in the process and just using the stepping stones that we have in order to get there because we don't, we don't get, you don't get a hundred test matches per year. You only get about 20. So we have to maximize as much as we can and consistently grow in this period that we do have. Mm. Okay. So I'm just, I'm just trying to put this all together in my mind. So you've got the Olympic games this year, you've got indoor next year February as well you've got the Commonwealth Games happening as well is that right I mean you've also got the African qualifiers for indoor hockey then you've got the World Cup happening my word guys that's it's actually exciting you know the amount of competitions that you guys can actually get involved in that's brilliant we've we are really feel we're going to create more awareness and like I mean those are exciting it's, I've got to say, you're, you're, the way that you put it, it's, it's actually crazy. And, 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 and just to add for, for those that don't know, we've actually got quite a, quite a nice contingent of indoor hockey players, though, in the outdoor program at the moment as well. So for those 
boys. I'm going to say boys because there's quite a few of them are quite young still. Um, the opportunity to play in quite a lot of hockey for the next three years is incredible. And it, it, it probably is a nice way to look at it because the, the more time these players get to spend with each other at all these events means that at some point we've got to get better. And when we get better, the results will speak for themselves. So it is, it, it is a busy time. I think the COVID pandemic hasn't, it's, it's shifted a lot of, a lot of space uh, with, with obviously when events are, are, are taking place. And I think that has obviously then congested a lot, but maybe it's not a bad thing because then it leads for South Africa to get, like Sia said, we don't get a hundred tests in a year, we get 20. So maybe now all of a sudden it keeps, gives us a little bit more to, to gain and, 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 and nations will want to play. I mean, for example, we've said that Namibia are coming out for some indoor hockey, I mean, sorry, outdoor hockey, outdoor, uh, end of May. And we've got potentially Malaysia. We've got potentially going to Malaysia. We've got potentially going to India. Then we've got the Olympics. Then we've got African Cup. Then we've got, um, yeah, it's, it's just builds. It builds on 2020 and 2021 pretty much in a, just a full year of, of hockey, which is exciting, especially after missing out on quite a lot last year. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And then one thing that just sort of figured out, because you spoke about like festivals and tournaments and things like that. Guys, what's happening with the PHL? Is that also something that maybe is not going to happen? Is it going to happen? What's going to happen with the PHL is it this year? So at the moment, there hasn't been any conversations that have been held regarding PHL. Uh, so all we, all we can focus on is just back-to-play back routine and uh, the addendum that was put out by the Minister of Sport. Uh, we, just, we just need to just start our, our leagues again and things as simple as IPTs. I mean, a lot of, I felt so sorry more than anything for the matriculants last year that missed out on a season that mm. could have been big decider on whether they, they get scholarships to university and just moments of opportunity for, for, for them as, as, as people that are, are starting in, in society. I mean, you're very protected in high school, but once you finish there, it's, it's a whole different, different level. And for just everyone in the hockey community. I mean, I was, I was, I was quite hacked that I couldn't, I couldn't do a, an, an IPT. We, <laughs> have, we were supposed to actually have IPT. I was trying to break into that indoor side, but I mean, <laughs> that's how the cricket crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But and I, we just have to keep cracking on. No, that's good. That's very, very good. I know you guys are busy, as you mentioned. But I don't know if you've been had a chance to look at the under twenty one setup. They're going to be quite busy as well. I think they they're really working hard to qualify for the under twenty one World Cup for the the men, and then the girls are working hard for the uh, World Cup indoor. I believe it is. Um, future prospects looking good, guys. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think that's, I think it's truly. I, I mean, see, and I love talking about the the younger players that are coming through because again, it, it gives us a little bit of like inspiration to see what could potentially happen uh, in the future years to come and, and hopefully see and I stay in the program so we can play with a lot of these guys and obviously the girls have got a very similar dynamic mm. they're, they're, I think what's nice is that under 21 program has almost I'm not saying interlinked with the national program at the moment but there's a lot of key components that are almost fitting in so when we have training sessions at the moment a lot of the training sessions are including those guys uh, because they also are not full time so they can at least get some sessions in and then I think Gareth and 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 Seatley and Tuli are really working in hand in hand in trying to create the program that builds for the next four years and obviously if you're working with under 21s for three to four years they become 24 and 25 and the, the, the program is now 
working. It's, it's in place and it's going. Mm. So they've got to qualify. Unfortunately, they were, their tournament was also supposed to be held this year. I think it was actually a couple of weeks to go, but now it's also been postponed. So they also got to reevaluate in October. I think the, the event is expected to take place, which is another tricky time with a lot of hockey happening over there for those guys. Uh, and the girls are also, I think, in a very similar boat, but it, it leads on to more hockey in a very short space, which is probably sometimes not a bad thing um, as long as the players are managed uh, because then the squad post that will be incredible. The guys will be on the same wavelength and, and leading towards, like we've said, for next year, Commonwealth Games, uh, World Cup qualifiers, and, and, and then obviously maybe even 2024 Olympic Games in Paris. Yeah. Mm, good, good, good. That's great to hear. Yeah, well, it gives them something to aim for as well, you know. So you, I think you guys are definitely paving the way for them, if I can say it like that. So it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Sia, how how are you feeling towards the, the ambitions the squad has? Is there quite a good energy there? Could a good vibe? I know we've touched on it briefly, but uh, what are the ambitions like? Are the guys quite quite hungry there? They determined to do well. Uh, yes, most definitely. The guys are really really hungry. I'd say the biggest thing is you see it you see it at training just simple things is just like the regional trainings that, that guys really push themselves we hold each other to to a certain expectation where guys have to pull literally have to pull finger and do do fitness tests making sure that you 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 you're doing the, the small things right because the small things actually lead up to you getting that ultimate result that you want and like you said uh, we always have to be at optimum and as optimistic as possible. So yeah. it's, also part of, it's also part of the picture and part of the plan. So it's just a matter of just holding each other accountable whenever we got half a chance to spend together. Because uh, I'd, I'd say that's one thing we don't have the luxury of is just spending as much time as we can together. Absolutely. So you're, talking about, you're talking about competitiveness. Uh, you should see the fitness scores. Yo, there's some challenges there that our guys are putting yourself <laughs> in a very, very high standard. It's incredible. Yo. It's actually exactly how CS says. It's like, because we don't really get a, a good chance to get together. But when it's, when it's uh, time to put some scores out there, the boys are testing each other big time to see who the best, uh, best is, is of the group. That's so what, what, what does like a fitness uh, test of fitness... Uh, what did you call it again? A fitness, um, fitness testing. Yeah. yeah. What does that entail? Like, what do you have to do? Burpees or is it a bleep test? What is what is the test? Bleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we currently <laughs> 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 doing the yo-yo test, um, which is obviously the one that uh, is the benchmark for a lot of these uh, intermittent uh, speed test uh, situations. I think obviously hockey is very, very on those sort of lines where it's a stop, start, then going to full acceleration, then to rest and, and stop, start again. Um, so yeah, yo-yo test has been a crazy one where we've actually seen some of the guys, uh, the test has stopped because the, the guys are running past the, past the score. So yeah, it's been very cool to see because it just shows you the level, the level the guys are training at, yeah, which is cool. Yeah, well, it shows that there's obviously, there's, they're playing for meaning. There's something important here of value, which is really, really, really good. I know you, you did a lot of Zoom talks last year and you guys, you sort of made an effort to talk in that regard, but now you, know, you still need to spend time together as a team. But how do you do that now? Yeah, I think it's, uh, as, as, I, as I previously said, it's, it's been a quite a challenge to formalize all this. I think Gareth Ewing has had, a, has had, yeah, he's had some tough tasks to get, initially it was 42 guys together to, to have some Zoom meetings last year. I think also it leads towards where we're at now. 
Uh, we've, we've been fortunate to have some regional camps. Um, there's an international camp being based for the European guys planned at the moment. Uh, it's been a challenge, let's put it that way. It hasn't been easy. But the cool thing is, is everyone's in a very similar position. We all know what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to get the best out of our group. And it's been quite nice that a lot of the guys have been committed to, to being part of what we're setting out here. So Zoom meetings are still taking place. There's still a lot of com com communication being based through that. Our regional camps were excellent. We had three of them where we had majority of, of, of our squads training. Um, and now we're having a very local-based uh, high-performance training where we've got our, our lead uh, coaching staff. Uh, obviously, Gareth Ewing has set them up uh, to, to, to be based, obviously, where the guys are around the country. And they are in charge of getting the program. And, and, and obviously, Gareth has given, given us uh, the, the full program for everybody to perform. And, and we've got our conditioning stuff as well, including that. And, and it's been really quite uh, exciting because... Even though that certain areas, like uh, I'm, we've got to say, very fortunate for Joburg, they have quite a big squad. Um, the likes like Durban, where we, we were a bit fortunate uh, a few years ago to have a lot of the guys in the squad, where we're very limited now. But our intensity and our level of training has been quite good because we can really focus on individual skills and performances. That that has increased in its in its in its means and ways. So coming back to answer the question, I think we 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 we're trying to get it as best as possible. It's not easy. We can't do this uh, like Belgium. And, and England and Holland can do where they can just tell guys you have to be at a centralized program for two, three days in a week and then you can go back to club. And, and I think Gareth has really done exceptionally well with what we've got. I think Zoom meetings have been critical. I think CS said it earlier in the, in the talk, our communication on culture, diversity, chats about how we want to develop as a group, trying to sort out certain dynamics that are happening in the world and that what we want to address. Mm. And, and we've all sort of got together and it's actually been quite exciting. The hockey, like Sia said earlier, again, I'm adding on Sia's points all the time. The hockey community is very close and small and tight-knit, but I think this national program has now like, pretty much woven this, this like field around us. And now we're making quite a nice space for us to grow. And it's going to be exciting. I think... We'll see some good performances, hopefully coming up in this next couple of months. But I think we'll see some excellent performances in the years to come. And that's going to be the, the yeah, we, we can then complement the, the, the platform that has been established from last year to in this year. Yeah. Mm, no, that's good. That's really, really good. Because yeah, it's always nice when you've, you've put structures in place, you've put the work in place. And now you're hoping for the best, but I'm pretty sure, guys, you're going to do really, really well. And that's it. It's exciting times. I think it's actually a nice position to be in. I know you guys want to achieve a lot, which is good. I believe it is. It's exciting times. And see, don't forget to tell Gareth that actually you, you can play striker. You just haven't told him yet. You miss his... Yeah. I mean, I mean the, the, coach, the coach kind of already knows. Uh, what, what, uh, I've, actually been, I've actually been telling guys, like, I'm, I'm looking to become a utility player. Like, it's... It, <laughs> It's, it's something people laugh about, but there have been circumstances before where a, a guy, a, well, a whole lot of team players have gotten sick uh, during a tour and there's just simply not enough players to, to field uh, a, for a full game. And the keeper has to basically step up. Mm -hmm. And have, that's, having that skill in your back pocket is also something that some, some people could look, look forward to. Um, Jeddah has, has seen me on the, on the field here and there. And... Um, <laughs> Probably scared him a few times. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, don't dive in. <laughs> don't dive in because then otherwise you're going to be shown. You're going to be shown. <laughs> exactly. So it's just also just thinking of things just a little further than just, just goalkeeping alone. Yes, I am 
absolutely love goalkeeping, but at the same time, my one of my key factors as a as a as a team player is to just make sure you fill all the facets from connections with the players for your position performing in your your set position and also be being able to to do the extra leg work that that is not seen that is not seen by by guys during the training session so it's all those things sort of tied in together and we all bring different uh different strengths and aspects as, as players so having having that for myself is is just is just a nice a nice extra bit to have that's no, good always working on your skills guys really really good well Jensi, you've been an absolute pleasure to chat to um been really insightful thank you so much for the information i could hear how determined you are to do well and um we're really backing you and well, i'm definitely backing you guys in as many ways as i can so just keep working hard don't give up even though it's it's tough at times John, I think you guys are in an exciting position. Um, the fact that you're going to be attending a, a Olympic Games and, and a World Cup, let's, yeah, you're going to do it. So it's, it's good. It's exciting, guys. Great stuff. No pressure, Jess. But listen, and, and, and on your comment there, yeah, no pressure. I think we, we actually have got no pressure. We've, we've been putting ourselves into these positions for a long time. So, but John, thank you, Ryan, for the chats. I think, again, it took a, bit of, a couple of days to, wow. to finalize the time and, and get everybody together. But again, talking hockey is probably the most important part at the moment. We, we don't get enough out there, and I think you've given us a good channel. I've obviously had a conversation with you before, so thank you for that. And, and yeah, I think from behalf of the SA men's team, I think Sia and myself are truly grateful for this opportunity. And yeah, we are going to perform as best as we can, and, and we'll, yeah, we'll show our, show our true nation and our strength as we go forward and show our nation what we're we are about. No, brilliant, guys. Top class. Thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for everything, huh? Really, really appreciate it. Uh, and for any people watching, uh, please, please get on to www.matchkit.co slash my name or Jethro's name. You can, you can, yeah, any one of our names slash donate. Uh, you can find it on our social media links, uh, on, our, on, our, on our links in our bios. You can even go onto the SMN hockey page, check the link in their bio and you can donate anything if you've got any queries or questions or those those small conversations that we can have on the side for anyone that that's looking for a commercial space on our on our kit branding or or just a conversation with our managers and i'm pretty sure that there's something that we can do in order to to make it lucrative for everybody mm. yep sharing is caring get it out there <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Right, top class thank you so much for your time all right, guys. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Gentlemen, thank you very much. We'll check you guys soon. All the best, man. Take care. Yes, yes.